The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, from my daily devotions, become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they are a great time filler. That's just the truth. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Here's the thing about the media. That's almost a total waste of time. See how that works? See? See the sound effects? Good time filler. Media, waste of time. Get it? Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? That's because I'm making the most of my time. Like that? Like that three-tiered intro? It's kind of nice, right? There you go. Uh, Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Wow. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. And you're still listening. We have no idea what's going to happen. You really are brave. And we don't care. How about that? For the next few minutes, though... I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, do we remember that we are stewards of the time that God has given us? Ooh, if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, please don't let it die of loneliness. That would be sad. Just reach out to us. You can call us by calling 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite. Talking to Dynamite D, let me tell you what that's like. That's like talking to somebody you're concerned about and then find out they're doing great. It's like, wow, what a blessing. That's super nice. Uh, By the way, you can also reach us by doing that texty thing, whatever that texty thing is. You use the phone for the texty thing. Uh, That's uh, 214-210-8483. That's the extent of my intellect when it comes to software and computers and, you know, stuff like that. The text, it's a texty thing, that thing there. Okay. Text us at 214 210 8483. 214 
210-824-8483. And then also you can send us an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. We are sending you up to the website. Uh, keep in mind, please, 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 the pods should be all okie-dokie. I've been working on that last night. It's not that they were un dokie but they were starting to go a little un dokie so I had to rearrange them so that they're okie-dokie. Are you getting the impression that the pods are okie-dokie? That's... Yeah, it's just all over the place. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm just all over. That's what do you? Okay. Also on the website is a place to give, and we we you can give directly through the website. It's 100 percent safe. We've never had a problem, you know, in four years, actually in 10 years, but we'll talk about that another time. And then the other part about this is, if you don't want to use the website, you can do it uh, directly to us. That's fine. Just if you want to give, great. If you want to but can't, we bless that. We just thank you for that. And if you don't want to give, it doesn't matter. You can still listen. We're all a part of this. We're doing this the best we can. All of us just doing the best we can. I was talking to my brother, and just just one line, he said, "I'm just I'm just doing the best I can." It's like there you go. That's what you want to do. Do your best. Pray that it's blessed, and let Jesus take care of the rest. Okay. Now check out the website. He must Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org Skateboarding up up, up a hill. <laughs> Come on. That was a good one, right? Skateboarding up a hill. Uh, let's uh, go over a couple things, and then we'll get into the teaching. There's a lot to cover, as you uh, might be aware. So later in the show, when we do the second hour, I'm doing my Christian Chaos. It's the next part. I can't remember which part it is. I think it's part seven. Uh, and so we will the, be praying for Rosalind. I want to pray for because every time now I think about Christian Chaos, I think about her, and it's like we're going to pray for her and, uh, and for the audience and for health. So we're going to do that in the last hour of the show. I do want you to be in prayer for the audience and you know you've got a lot of rain coming up and you got holidays coming up praying for safety for people is always a good idea okay it's just always a preferred idea that the lord would protect and watch over this really comes into play when we get into the christian chaos as we talk about uh some of the things that i uh, came to face with faint face to face with and then uh don't forget to pray for us noel and i for the wisdom and regarding any possible move because it does involve her work and we need personal wisdom we're not you know it's not like we walk around going, I know what to do. I know what to do. I'm uh, I'm uh, hairless on top of my head, not only because it makes it easier for God to count, but because of how many times I scratch my head. <laughs> going, what's he doing? What? I, what? Got that. We got that covered. I'm making sure we cover as much as we can. Let's get into Psalm 27. Uh, which I want to get into, which has got some really, really cool stuff in it. But let's start off, and we were just talking about safety and things of that nature. Let's look at Psalm 27. And uh, we've covered some of this before, but every once in a while, kind of cover it at a new angle. And that's why there's four Gospels and not one. Let's just under four authors of the Gospel and not one. Here is Psalm 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Get ready. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumbled and fell. Let's talk about this just a little bit. 
So it was uh, Karl Marx who said that religion is the opiate of the people. He was an idiot. That doesn't matter. Here's the bottom line. In Virginia, if you are pro-life and you are traditional family, there's a restaurant you're not allowed to eat at now. They will not let anybody in there who's pro-life. They will not let anybody in there who is anti-LGBT, QRST, UV, WXYZ. They won't let anybody. And you just sit there and you think, what happened? Well, I'll tell you what happened. Evil and good grow together. And so people should recognize that's what Jesus said. He said the tares and the wheat grow together. Evil and good growing together. And you've got that taking place. And we had a really nice sunshine lifetime in America for a while. And now we're fighting to get some of it back. But while we're doing that, it's getting worse and worse. But I am telling you, as a Bible-believing, born-again, spirit-filled Christian, your job is to not be afraid of that which you face. You know, you, you listen, look at the politics, you look at some of the persecution. By the way, Christians, still worldwide the most persecuted group. The Jewish people are next, which really puts me in a, kind of a tough spot being Christian and Jewish. The idea behind that is this. The persecution is not likely to get less if the Lord comes, praise God. God, I'm so glad I can't wait for that trumpet. But until he comes, you and I are to be afraid of none of this. There is no fear. We don't operate in fear. Let's see what Jesus said about this. He said in Matthew 10, 28, do not fear those who kill the body and are unable to kill the soul, but rather fear him who's able to destroy both soul and body in hell. People are not the reason you need to be trembling. World systems are not the problem. Even Satan himself is not the problem. The issue is who can destroy you or who can torment or who can create punishment for eternity? Nobody but God. He's the only one you ever need to be in fear of. And in fear, we talk about this, and I want to talk about this to, to make sure there's a maturity. You don't fear the Lord in the sense that you are afraid of everything he's ever going to do. But that doesn't mean you don't have a holy respect for God. Awe, reverence, respect, appreciation, a yieldedness, a submission are all ways of communicating. You honor him, you respect him, you yield him, and you fear him. To fear God is to honor God. And what Jesus is saying, you don't got to be afraid of any of these. None of these other people have anything that they can, there's nothing they can do. Look at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6. What, I'm not afraid. What can mortals do to me? Nothing. They can do nothing. You're afraid of nothing. And so in this psalm, as David is laying it out, he says, whom shall I fear? Of whom shall I be afraid? Nobody but the Lord. But Dave, they're being really mean to Christians. So <laughs> that's, that, that's the, I know that that's not nothing. That's the truth. The truth is you stand firm in your faith. The Lord is with you. And when you're like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which at some point we'll get to teach the book of Daniel, you, you, even if the king says, you got to bow to my foreign gods, and they said, nope. And well, if you don't bow to our, my foreign gods, I'm going to burn you alive. And they're like, okay. Whatever you say, it's not going to change how we're going to serve God. What happened when they went into the fire? Nothing. Nothing happened. That's what happened. Nothing. The fire didn't even touch him. The fire had, the Bible says exactly, the fire had no power. Everything's got power. Yeah, unless God's involved. <laughs> and then it's uh, whatever he determines. Well, that's not normal. Tough. <laughs> Here's the thing. 
You'd be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You'd be a no-compromised Christian. You'd stand firm in your faith. People don't like it. They don't like it. Well, Jesus was nice to everybody. <laughs> I'm going to go to the temple right now in John and see what he did with the people in the temple. Oh, is that is that a, is that a whip you have there, Jesus? What are you flipping tables? What what's going on? You stand firm in your faith. That's all I'm trying to say. You don't have to be moved by the things you hear. You don't have to be afraid by the possibilities of this, that, whatever. In the end, man can do nothing to you. And the only one you ought to have that reverence for is God. He is the one that controls it all. Get it? Okay. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no baloney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. It only takes a minute. We're just joining our faith really together, believing that God's graciousness is here for this. Father, we come before you and we ask you in the name of Jesus, with help from the Holy Spirit, that you would touch in our audience those people who are physically hurting. There are some where their pain is really intense on a regular basis. It's just very, very draining. And we ask that you would give them strength and you would renew them and you would empower them, but most of all, that you would heal them and you would touch their physical bodies. And even if it can only be for a short period by your determination, we ask that that would come for them and they would get that relief. And for those that are just drawing closer to you, that there would be some great sense of comfort, some great sense of wisdom and trust, but heal those who are hurting from the smallest item to the deepest and most serious element. Nothing escapes your notice. So minister to those people by your grace and by your mercy, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The David Spoon Experience. And if you can't shout sight, you'll have 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our first trivia question. That's a different one, huh? Uh, Noel has the day off, so after I get done with this, I'm not working out or anything. I'm just going home and hanging out with my wife. I'm like, I'm so happy. Okay. That's right. All right, here we go. Ready? 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 Uh, Oil, olive oil, anointing oil, has many purposes in the Bible. What did James in his letter say the oil should be used for? So James was very specific. Okay. On what that oil should be used for. Very, very specific. Most of us would like to say making brownies. I understand. But that is not what it is. So if you think you know the answer, what is it that James made reference to in regarding oil? Uh, how was it to be used? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. That would be the number to call. 214-210-8483. That would be the number to text. And then David at he must increase.org. That would be the email. In the meantime, we will do, as we often do, our DNA during this section and this time. Here we go. DNA D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Day, 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 daily. Daily, daily, daily. Okay. Every day. Spend some time with the guy in the sky. Uh, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say, no matter what anybody says around you. And then A, always be ready to serve, which means that other people are on the radar. It's like an important part of what we do is to not just be so self-centered, so selfish that all we see is our own needs. We need to be selfless. And have other people in our hearts and in our minds. Okay? That's our DNA. Draw closer to the Lord daily. D. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And A. Always be ready to serve. Thank you, Dynamite D. I appreciate the help on that. Here is your trivia question. This is for the book of James. If you're not sure, you can look in the book of James. You could probably look around, I don't know, chapter 5-ish or so would be my guess. But anyway, uh, olive oil had many purposes in Bible times. What does James' letter say that oil should be used for? What should it be used for? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David, at he must org. I want to go back to this text because we were just talking about fear. And I know that some people were like, you know, Dave, you know, I'm trying not to be afraid. Okay, I got it. But watch this as David, King David, writes Psalm 27 and follows through on this. Watch what he has to say in verse 3. So he, he, he comes up after just saying, literally he's just saying, Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies, my foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me. Ooh. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. Wow. 
one thing I have desired of the Lord, and that will I seek, that I may dwell, that I may dwell, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord. He says this in verse 5, For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And so he's he's talking about this fear element. So we're going to take the color. Somebody's got a uh, response to the trivia. We'll get to that in just a split second. But I want you to be aware that he's talking about fear. He's talking about fear. And you know how he deals with fear? Listen to this. He goes, you know, he goes in the bottom to the analysis of this. Not only am I not afraid, there's only one thing I want. I just want to hang out with God. Oh, we're going to dive into that in just a little bit. In the meantime, let's have the caller sent on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good, Gary. It's nice to hear your voice. I've been praying for you. I hope you're feeling better. I, I know you're praying for us. I can tell you're praying for us. So don't you stop praying for me, okay? Okay. <laughs> I need it. Trust me, brother. All right. This is a great question, and we've got a lot of kind of all over the place answers. So I need you to help everybody. Olive oil had many purposes in the Bible times. What did James's letter say oil should be used for? For anointing in the name of the Lord. That is correct, Amundo. For the healing of people, that oil was to be used. Call on the elders, let them anoint you with oil, and they'll, they'll be healed. And there's this idea that oil conveys the Holy Spirit, obviously, and it's used in many different elements, but therein lies a, a great tradition that should be acknowledged in the anointing of oil for people to be prayed for, for the prayer of sick. And so it's like, yeah, anoint him with the oil. That's a great idea because it helps fix our faith on a on the subject, on the subject matter. So how are you doing, by the way? Can I pray for well, you today? Yeah, if you want to pray for him, sure. I appreciate that. I appreciate you letting me pray for you. Some people are like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, let's pray. Father, we come before you right now, and I just lift up my brother to you. He's a great brother in the Lord. You know, we, we have this uh, connection. I just really believe that he's his, his answers, he knows your word, he loves you, he's seeking you, and I'm just petitioning for him next to him with everybody else in the audience saying, please bless our brother. Please bless him with health. Heal him. He needs healing. He needs a touch. He needs a miracle. Be the miracle provider for his life. It only takes a moment. And, Lord, we just ask you to bring that moment in his life and let him know that touch, the touch that comes from you. We pray you bless him in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. And thank you very much, and I will continue to pray for all of you. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. All right. Always helping us get it right. <laughs> Follow this. Got it. Okay. All right, so I want to go back to this because we only have a little bit of time, but this is such a cool thing, and... You know, it's not the kind of stuff you can... I can't teach King David and do it the way King David wrote it. I mean, come on. But look at what he says. He goes, you know, I'm not going to be afraid. He goes, look, he goes, I don't care if there's an army against me. Okay, you ever feel like there's an army against you? Well, there is. 
the spiritual army. Sometimes it's, it, it translates into an actual army. Because I don't care if there's an army against me. Because I don't care about anything. So I'm not going to be afraid. My heart will not fear. And you think, well, how could your heart not fear if all that stuff is going on? Well, here it is. The way that your heart does not fear is if your heart is fixed on Jesus, then you don't have time for your heart to be fixed on fear. If our hearts are set on fear, they're just concerned about what's coming. If our hearts see forward and, 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 and recognizes that everything we do forward, we step with the Lord. And this is like an important part. Like the heart that sees forward is a heart that reigns. A heart that sees backwards is a heart that faints. Think about that. And David says, there's one thing that I really want, one thing, Lord, I'm really pushing for, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And as you go into Psalm 23, you recognize this, the house of the Lord in this case is the presence of the Lord, where the Lord's tabernacle is. And so there's one thing to remember. Remember, remember City Slickers? Some of you remember City Slickers, older like I am. I know that Dynamite D is going, What? <laughs> There was that guy, Curly, and he said, there's just one thing. There's just one thing. You know what? He was right. There was one thing. He was wrong about what the one thing was, but David got it right, and it ties into Psalm 23. The one thing is to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Like that's, that's what this is about. And then he says this, and I find this fascinating, so I have to comment. Uh, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle. The secret place. It's not the secret, which is a pack of lies. Wish it, want it, do it by Brian Griffin, the dog. Okay, that's actually a cartoon, and he wrote a <laughs> the cartoon, Wish It, Want It, Do It, and uh, it was a bestseller in the cartoon. See, that's the joke of it all. It's ridiculous. But what he's saying, David's saying, is there's this secret place. You know where the secret place is? It's in that thing we just talked about not that long ago. It's in the closet. It's in the closet. It's in the quietness. I know. Oh, come out of the closet. Yep. Jesus said, go back in the closet. He's like, oh, that's offensive. Tell Jesus he's offensive. Go ahead. Let me know how that goes for your eternity. Uh, bottom line towards this process is Jesus is like, get in the closet. Spend time with the Lord. Shut the world off. Make everything else disconnect. I mean, I am, I am, there's many things I'm proud of, although half the time I forget I got a doctorate. But the one thing I'm the most proud of, all the things in my faith, no matter what they are, is that I've been spending consistent time with the Lord. Now, I've been a Christian for over 40 years, but in the last 25 years, I am eight weeks away from spending 25 years with the Lord, one hour a day, every day. And that's just like, it is the difference. It is what my faith is built around. In the closet, best place you can go. That's the secret place because nobody's there but you and the Lord. Okay, take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? So you know what David did? He asked God again. And how did God answer? He answered him. God didn't go, oh, you asked me twice. <laughs> strike you with lightning. Strike you with lightning. It's like that's not how this works. 
So the scripture says in 1 Samuel 23, 4, go check out your Bible. Once again, David inquired of the Lord, and the Lord answered him. It's like, go, 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 go do your thing. Go, 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 go. It's okay to inquire more than once, even if there's an answer that you've got, because sometimes we look for reassurance and clarity and for comfort and from eliminating hearing mistakes. We're not trying to irritate God. We're not trying to fight against his will. We're not trying to be uh, disobedient. The Lord knows that. See, I think what happens is we'll do something. It'll be sincere action. Then somebody else may hear about it or you mention somebody and the way they interpret it is different than the way God interprets it. When I come before the Lord and he says, go do this, and I come before the Lord again and do one of those, are you sure? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. That's not me trying to be bad. And this is the same kind of thing that happens when you get into the 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 people that that uh, you know one group in Christianity is like you know you can't you, you can't ask for signs and ask for signs at all because it shows that you either have no faith or you don't believe Jesus is Messiah. Well, first of all, that's not true because God gave signs all the way from Genesis to Revelation, so that's just silly. The other part of that is people asking for signs like Gideon were just like going, okay, I'm just trying not to mess this up. Right? What Jesus rebuked was the people asking for a sign to prove he was the Messiah. That's substantially different than asking God, uh, I, I just need to know I'm not doing this dumb. Right? I mean, and that's why what we do is we kind of pour into these rules and these reasonings, and it's like, you know what? Don't do that. Come before the Lord, be yourself. You know, you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to posture before God. He already knows. <laughs> it's like it's like you know. I just want you to know. I'm not going to look up right now. Now, if you really feel that way, that's fair. But don't do that because you're trying to impress God. Because He knows you're trying to impress Him. So then, don't do that. Just tell him what's going on. Share your heart. Share your feelings. One of the things that I see about prayer, and this is a true statement. Some people say, well, people pray to get things changed. Uh, it's maybe better to say that we pray so that God changes us. That might be more accurate so that we get into a surrender or a, a, a yielded position. It's not that you can't have faith, not that you can't pray, but um, what I'm talking about is coming and yielding and going, Just I'm just trying to get the clarity. I want to know what I'm doing is what you want to do. I think it's a, a very important element for people who are seeking wisdom just to be as earnest and honest as possible. If the Lord grants you a sign, the bigger problem about that is most of the time, like for Israel, they didn't believe it anyway. 770 KAAM Garland Dallas Fort Worth